What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Mini TV Reviews. I am your host, Mo, and today we are discussing Cruel Summer. Yes, you guys, something new, all right? But this is season two, okay? If you haven't caught up on season one, it has absolutely nothing to do with this season, so you are okay, okay? But if you got some downtime, still check it out because it's really good as well, okay? So this is season two. It's episode one, and it's titled Welcome to Chatham, okay? I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend, whatever that may have looked like for you. Y'all, we are at Wednesday, okay? We just got two more days to grind this thing out, and then we are on to the weekend, you guys. Yes, I'm so excited, okay? I hope everybody's work week, play week, whatever type of week this is for you is going well thus far. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode, all right? So, we start the episode off with a message that informs us that the events that are about to unfold take place on or around July 16th, 1999, December 15th, 1999, and July 16th, 2000. Y'all, Y2K, oh my gosh. <laughs> Didn't Prince sing about this before? <laughs> so anyway, and I will go ahead and preface this just in case you aren't watching the show. Um, you can kind of see what time lapse they're in because they're not going to always give you what, what season they're in or what time time frame they're in but you can always tell just by how bright or dark the setting is okay and if you're watching the show then you you know what I'm talking about okay so we'll get off a little bit more into detail about that as we go so it's summer of 1999 y'all for the 99 and the 2000 okay we see a teenager named Megan she's packing up some of her possessions and apparently she was like living in a camper that's off to the side of the house so this was like her own little space for her which is wonderful okay but either way it's not so great right now because she's packing up her stuff like I mentioned and she's talking to her mom about inviting a girl to come and do like a semester abroad type of situation with them um but it's actually for a year y'all a year abroad something like that right <laughs> so her mom whose name is Debbie we're gonna call her mama Debbie uh, so Mama Debbie says that she always wanted to take Megan and her sister Lily on trips around the world, but since she couldn't afford to do that, she figured that this would be the next best thing, bringing somebody into the house. So you mean to tell me that you can't afford to take us nowhere, but we invite another human being into the house to pay for everything that they gonna be doing while they here but you don't have the money to take us nowhere okay mama debbie like if you say so girl so we find out the girl's name is isabella right and she's actually going to be staying for an entire year like i mentioned previously and honey baby megan is not at all pleased about these arrangements nor is she happy about the fact that she has to give up her living quarters for now. And so Mama Debbie is hoping that a good girlfriend will change her perspective, you know, from now up until she gets ready to go to college because she's in her senior year, okay? Or she's going to get ready to enter into her senior year. And so um, she's like, okay, girl, so I'm just, I'm trying to give you some more exposure to something different. So hopefully this will kind of give you an idea of maybe what college will be like once you go off to college, which we know, according to Megan, is 412 days away, to be exact. Okay, so she's super excited about it, um, going to college, that is. <laughs> so um, she says that she has Luke, okay, but it's nothing like having like that girl best friend that you can, you know, bond with and relate to. Luke is a guy, okay? And it's it's cool for you to have guy best friends. I had one for a really long time, but yeah, no, okay? It's different. It's different with your girlfriends, okay? Shout out to y'all. I love, I love sisters. Love y'all. <laughs> so um, her mom ends up saying, who knows, okay? Maybe this whole situation could be the best thing that happens to you. Y'all, I hope no words rang truer than hers, but 
we'll see how it plays out so y'all it is winter break 19.99 and as i mentioned before it, the setting is a little bit darker but megan is still in a really good space okay so at this point in time she's got curls it, she's cute right so y'all they are doing a countdown of like the hottest hits of the 90s and guess what came in at 91 okay spice girls spice up your life okay shake it to the right <laughs> i love the spice girls y'all like they were for real like a big deal back then do y'all remember them which one were y'all okay i always love to be scary spice mm -hmm. okay or sporty spice i liked her too anyway y'all let me know which ones y'all were i was never ginger spice because yeah obviously right but she was cute too okay all of them were cute anyway too long on the spice girls come back so as they're doing this countdown isabella comes in and guess what she's got y'all she's got the letter that miss megan has been waiting on and they open it up together and guess what y'all megan is going to go to the university of washington she got in okay she's gonna be the class of 2004 and she actually received not only acceptance to the college but she also received an academic scholarship this is what she has worked so hard for okay this is the gate scholarship okay for academic success and so she of course is jumping off the walls with isabella and just a few months ago she was saying how she wasn't really sure how this was going to work out but now she's telling her that her coming has been the best thing to ever happen to her okay isabella feels the same way and then they start doing the spice girls okay dancing i love it so then we go to the year 2000 and this is the summer of 2000 right and again the setting has changed it's darker and so is megan okay she's in her um goth girl stage yeah that was that was the term back then okay so that's how i'm gonna use it she was in her goth girl stage she's got the the eyebrow piercing okay like cisco the thong the thong 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 song she's got that and then she's got all the dark clothes you know they're a little bit baggy as far as the jeans go she's probably got some uh dark boots as well but um we see that she is on the computer and she's typing away y'all she's doing something on the computer and then she hears a car roll up it's the sheriff's office okay so she goes ahead and grabs her keys off of her desk she slides open the window and she hightails it out of there y'all what is she running from i don't know but we're gonna find out so we're back in the summer of 99 and we see megan walking down the boating dock with her friend luke okay and she's complaining about the new girl already how she's hesitant for her to come there and um he says you know maybe it won't be so bad okay are you kidding me <laughs> but either way they have um this event that they usually throw annually that they are going to be going to later on that night um and so maybe they'll pour one out then okay and so um she says you know who spends a summer or a year abroad for their senior year okay somebody who doesn't have any friends and so then um she ends up asking him what if they just got in the boat and they just drove away and never looked back okay because they're finna get ready to go party with their friends on a boat for a little bit and um he says you know what you probably wouldn't be able to do that anyway because you would miss your computer too much okay so of course they share a laugh and she says that that's pathetic it's very true but still pathetic <laughs> So they, uh, Luke ends up getting on the boat and he's asking her, is she coming? And she says that she can't because uh, Debbie will kill her, apparently. And so uh, Freddie and them are saying how she always says that she wants to go out on the water, but she never does. And, um, you know, it's because most of the time that they're drinking, probably, okay, and doing things that young teenagers do just saying and so she probably doesn't want to get involved in all of that with the peer pressures and so uh, she she decides not to go okay and so he was like are you sure before we take off well yes she's sure okay like i said debbie will kill her if she doesn't um if she's not there once the new girl arrives 
And so, of course, they speed off and she goes back to the house. Okay. So then we see it's the winter of 99 and her and Luke are running into the middle of somebody's yard, probably hers. And that they share a kiss, okay? She must have told him the good news about her getting the scholarship to UW. And he's telling her that he's so stoked for her. Apparently, she's going to become this big famous coder. And he tells her not to forget about the little people, okay? And so she says that, um, you know, all of that nerdy, geeky stuff, she might let it go to her head. And um, she says she still can't believe it. She's trying to pinch herself all the time to make sure that it's real. And so he says that, hmm, that's my department, okay? And so apparently from just this summer to this winter, which has only been a few months, they've grown to become an item, okay? Because he was just the trusty sidekick at first that, you know, they were just super cool with. They were friends, but now it seems like it's crossed over to friends with benefits. So we'll see how this plays out. But he's so excited that she was able to get this scholarship. He knew that she could do it, okay? So we're back to summer of 99, and Megan is finally arriving back home um, to welcome Miss Isabella, okay? So she comes in, and she sees Mama Debbie putting some flowers out, and she asks her how much did they cost, okay? Doesn't matter. This is a special occasion. Oh, so that means a lot then, huh? And so she ends up asking her, why are you going out of your way like this to impress some stranger, okay? And so she says that this is a special occasion, so, you know, she's just trying to put on a good a first good impression so they don't have time to do much more chit chat because here comes lily telling them that the new girl is here okay so she steps out and she does indeed look like she could be scary spice's daughter or something okay mel b in younger form she's very pretty okay got the big hair and everything like the highlights and all of that okay and the big clunker heels to go with it the, the platforms okay she's really cute you guys so they welcome her, and of course, Megan's got this fake smile on her face. She's not excited at all to see this girl. So then we go back to um, summer of 2000, and she's still in this dark, dark place, y'all. She's in her room, and she's on the computer, and she's doing some coding, right? So then she pulls this tape out from the recorder, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, and then she hops in the car, and she goes to meet up with some guy, and she's asking him who told, okay? Because now here comes the sheriff sniffing around asking questions. And so he swears up and down that he ain't do it. And so she says that the tape is going to cost double now if he still wants it. And so he ends up paying her the money and she jet back out. Talking about what? What happened? Questions. So it's the summer of 99 and they step out on the back porch. And I'm going to call her Izzy, y'all. Izzy is just like, man this is amazing like if i had this view every day i would be so happy um because they live right by the water right and so they end up asking her where she's from and she says that she was born in the united states but she's been all over the place okay um she says that she's lived in malaysia i think she said india japan argentina just to name a few okay because apparently her parents are diplomats and so she has the privilege of, you know, going all these different places, which is great. And so she ends up handing them welcoming gifts. And um, the gift that she gives Mama Debbie is a vase. And she says that's to go for those beautiful flowers that you have on your table. See, told you. <laughs> and then um, she ends up giving Lily a bracelet that she absolutely loves okay and then she walks over to megan and she says that they mentioned that she loves mysteries and so she gives her this book and it's called grave questions or something like that anyway it's a mystery novel and so megan is like yes i do okay thank you and so we'll see what happens so then we go to the winter of 99 and Megan is in Izzy's camper, and she's telling her how much she loves shopping her closet as she's putting on makeup, and she's got on a cute little dress, and that's courtesy of Izzy, and she says, she asks her, can she wear it to, can she wear it to Luke's dad's Christmas party, and she was like, girl, why are you even asking, okay, of course, and so... After that, she ends up uh, saying, you know, that how she's so excited about 
receiving the scholarship to school and now that that weight is lifted off of her shoulders she's had something that she wanted to do for a really long time but because she was too practical and you know too upright about everything you know not being necessarily a rule breaker like that she wants to do it with izzy and she wants to do it now and so she was like well it's good that i came along and corrupted you maybe so i don't know we'll see <laughs> and so she was like okay girl we're gonna go do this thing like right now okay and so then we go over to the summer of 2000 and megan is in the house she's cooking she's making some tea sorry you guys she's making some tea of some sort, and Lily is asking her, can she have $10 to go to the movies? And so she's like, where's all your babysitter money? Okay. And so Mama Debbie is like, girl, just give her the money. Okay. So she turns around to give her the money and she tells her that she needs to go change her shirt. Okay. Because you look like a little slut. And Lizzie was like, you are such a biatch. <laughs> How old is Lily? <laughs> Honey, okay. Well, sisters, right? So anyway, <laughs> she tells her, look, do you want the money or not? Okay. If you want this money, you're going to change your shirt. So she gives her the money and Lily is off to go change her shirt. And so she says, Mama Debbie is like, you know, you don't have to be so hard on her. Okay. She's got to find something to do because they canceled the ocean bloom. You, you remember me telling y'all that um, that's what they do annually. Okay. Not quite sure what it is just yet, but it's called the Ocean Bloom. And so since that's been canceled, she's got to find something fun to do with her friends. So as Mama Debbie is saying that, we see Megan. She is crushed, putting some pills like in a container, like pulling them out of like the pill bottle and putting them in this thing so Mama Debbie can go ahead and take her medicines. I'm not quite sure what's going on diagnosis-wise with Mama Debbie, but I'm sure we'll figure that out too soon. Okay, so before we move on, there's two things that I forgot to mention that may be significant later on, so I'll go ahead and say them now. So prior to, um, well, in the summer of 99, after they exchanged gifts and all of that, uh, Megan was outside, like, spraying down her car when she decided to go be nosy, honey, and she went off in the camper and started going through Izzy stuff, right? So she found, y'all, she found a floppy disk from 98. <laughs> <laughs> y'all remember floppy disk in aol okay listen it was a time y'all so she found the floppy disk and then she found her passport and started going through it when izzy came in and um she caught her snooping okay and so she says that she's sorry and she ran up out of there right and then the second thing is in the summer of 2000 Lily, uh, when Lily was asking for the $10, she told her to go change her shirt because she, she said to her mom that, you know, she doesn't want the reputation of being a slut because basically it's hard to get rid of that reputation once you catch it, okay? Or once people start talking about you in that manner. So now back to regularly scheduled programming. So then we go back to summer of 99 and this is post snooping. Megan comes back in the house and she's talking to her mom about how Izzy, just because she's there, she's not going to change up her routine. Okay, She's still going to um, go down to the restaurant and she's going to go get cables for her computer and she's still going to hang out with Luke for the ocean bloom. And so she was like, I kind of told her that you were going to take her and show her around town. And so Megan was like, Mom, come on, man. And so just as she's saying that, of course, here comes Izzy right through the door. And I'm going to just give y'all an idea of the difference in, like, the characters, right? So Megan has on, like, this pink little cute shirt, and um, she's got some long, like, some pant overalls on. They're cute, though. They got, like, the little holes and stuff in them, but she's got on some pant overalls. And then Izzy comes in, and she's got on this cute little crop top with some shorts, right? this is gonna go well <laughs> so then they get in the car and she's asking her you know why did you decide to come to uh what's she called chatham chatham there we go and um she says that she never really spent time in the u.s and so because of that she wanted to come to a small town because she wanted to feel a sense of family and community and so she was like girl okay and um 
it's going to be a lot smaller. Yeah, it, it becomes a problem when everybody know your business, all right? That's how small the town is. And so she says that this, uh, because they're riding like the Pacific Highway or something like that, probably. And she says that this looks like something out of a postcard. And she was like, yeah, a very small postcard. So we'll see what happens. So then we jet over to the summer of, no, the winter of 1999. And they are finna get ready to go do this thing that, um, that Megan always wanted to do, right? So apparently this thing is her go going to jump off like the side of one of the cliffs and into the water, okay? And so as they're climbing up there, Izzy makes the comment that she thought that Megan was afraid of heights and she says that she was, okay? But not anymore. So they get up there and Megan basically tells Izzy that her coming was the best thing that ever happened to her and through Izzy being there she was able to see things in herself that she never would have been able to if Izzy wasn't okay and so she says you know we're more like sisters at this point to my ride or die and so they start stripping down and um they get down to just bra and draws and Izzy's like to the ride or die okay and so she says you know it's really cold out here and so she says that's that's the point like anybody can come out here and do it during the summertime but because they're doing it during the winter i think it has more meaning to it so then they jump in the water y'all <laughs> now they're gonna have to climb all the way back up there and get their clothes yeah so it's summer of 2000 and we see megan get out of her car and she's walking on the pier when she suddenly hears police sirens okay she sees them off in the distance but they're driving towards something and then she walks a little bit further and she sees like this little bulletin board and on the bulletin board is a missing person sign okay a missing person's poster that is ripped off the face okay and so a girl named parker comes out which i'm assuming she was a part of the crew and she says that you know none of this would have ever happened had she not come and so Megan is like, yeah, I think about that all the time. And so then we scoot over to summer of 99. Megan and Izzy arrive at the restaurant to come pick up her check. And um, she mentions that the, I guess the boss or maybe the owner of the restaurant, his name is Jerry, He's making a Manhattan, and Izzy says that her dad drinks those all the time, but she likes to steal the cherries because they soak up a lot of the alcohol, right? And so, of course, Jerry, the ultimate perv, is flirting with this young girl. Jerry looks like he may be in his 30s, okay? <clears throat> and so, anyway, um, he's getting ready to hand Megan her check, and he tells her that this other girl is going to take her Friday, Saturday, or her Saturday, Sunday. Friday no he's gonna take her Friday Saturday and she's gonna take her Monday Tuesday and so she was like why are you giving her those shifts okay she's gonna be making more than half or excuse me let me word it this way so she ends up asking him why is she giving her those shifts because on Mondays and Tuesdays, she's only going to be making half of what she would make if she worked the weekend. There we go. And so he says that um, she, and then she also goes on to mention that he's only doing that because she flirts with him. Okay. And so he was like, it's not my fault that she finds me irresistible. And so Izzy kind of peeps the exchange. Okay. But she's off to the side a little bit. And so he asks Megan, do they have a problem? And she says, nope. She takes her check and she walks out. Yeah. That could be very problematic because she said that she still needed those mon that money for college applications. And so as they're walking out, Izzy asks her, what college does she want to go to? And she says that she wants to go to UW because they have this full ride scholarship for computer science um, majors. And so she was like, wow. Okay. Um, and so she ends up asking her how she feels about school. And Izzy is like, yeah, no, I've never been good with numbers like that. Um, and I never really liked school like that, actually. Um, and so she says that she is a student of life. 
okay so she lives for the moment lives for the experiences right sounds like so they end up getting in the car and then we go over to uh winter of 99 and we see that megan is coming down to talk to mama debbie and mama debbie is so proud that her daughter received a full ride scholarship and so she says you know i'm still so excited i just, I just can't believe it and so then um mama debbie goes on to mention that megan is going to be the first landry woman to go to college okay she says one day you're gonna rule the world and so um what did she say after that but anyway she uh happens to look at the bills she eyes the bills and she says you know even though i'm gonna be in school i'm still gonna be working because i'm assuming that megan is helping mama debbie you know foot some of the bills um so they can continue to live like they are right and so mama debbie is like no no no, no. you know take your foot off the gas a little bit enjoy yourself in college let loose a little bit she's so stiff girl loosen up and so um she says, you know, let me be the adult for a change in work. Speaking of, she's got to go. And uh, Megan ends up handing her her lunch, and then she's off to work, y'all. So Megan and Izzy are riding into town, and she's telling her how, uh, you know, Ch Chatham is so small that you can literally see all of it in one day. Everything that's interesting, at least, okay? And so then, um, as they're walking through the town square she lets izzy know that basically her friend luke um his dad owns most of the businesses there okay so if you don't want to get stuck waiting tables then you usually find yourself working for him to some capacity um and so she ends up asking her um what does she want to do okay after she graduates college and megan tells her that she wants to move to silicon valley that's where all of the job opportunities are okay like yahoo um apple you know all of those old things the only one that's really still popping is apple there's <laughs> a whole bunch of job opportunities there so that's where she wants to go so then um they end up running into luke prior to them running into luke though she mentions that um you know she shouldn't get her hopes up about Ch chatham and um, the experiences that she's going to have there because it's only going to be a letdown for her. And so she says that she likes to live in the moment, okay? And um, Megan makes the comment that that seems kind of scary. And um, she says, no, maybe you should try it, okay? So then they run into Luke, and Luke is having a conversation with this officer that he just probably finished doing a ride-along with about possibilities as far as what he's going to do after school uh sorry yeah after school after he graduates and so the officer ends up telling him to just keep talking to his dad because luke doesn't want to do um you know law enforcement or anything like that he wants to do something completely unexpected or you know from his dad expectations of him and so he said just keep talking to him okay so then megan runs over to luke and then he mentions how everything must be going well because she hasn't thrown her in the lake just yet. And so she was like, well, not kind of because we sort of had a run in earlier today. And so he says, damn, did you did she catch you going through her stuff? And she was like, uh, sort of, kind of. And so he was like, girl, I was just playing, but clearly she is not. OK, speaking of, here comes Izzy. And so then she ends up asking him, um, did he just get arrested? And so he says, no, okay, he was just doing this little ride-along um, thing for for his dad. His dad recommended it, okay, it's some law enforcement thing. It's stupid. And so she says, it can be a little interesting, okay, if you're like a drunk tourist or something like that. And then Megan tries to make a joke, but it falls flat on the both of them. But you can automatically tell that they have some sort of chemistry, and even Megan is picking up on it, okay. And so they're going to go to the bloom and he fills her in about it and apparently once a year there's like some bioluminescence on the ocean and it lights up it's very pretty and unfortunately the city has found a way to make money off of it okay capitalism is everything and so um of course that takes some of the magic off of it and so they're going to end up going down there anyway but it's going to be a good time so then 
we go to the summer of 2000. I'm sorry, y'all. That was the summer of 99, if I didn't mention that. So now we're skipping forward to the summer of 2000. And Megan is standing in line at the pharmacy waiting to get her mom's medications. As she's waiting, she overhears the people behind her saying how they, there was a whole bunch of ruckus headed towards the, the uh, water because apparently a body had been found. Okay. And so they haven't been, been able to identify it just yet, but the Coast Guard, Coast Guard is on the way. Okay. And so as she hears that, she grabs her mom's mess and then she makes a mad dash for this cabin that's way out in the woods. She starts scrubbing. She thinks she hears somebody coming and then she scrubs even faster and harder. Girl, does peroxide work on wood, y'all, to get blood out? Because she's scrubbing like blood out of the wood. Let me know. I'm just asking for a friend for uh, research purposes. <laughs> So it's the summer of 99 and Mama Debbie is going into work, okay? And apparently she works for a Luke's dad, Daddy Luke. And he's on the phone talking business, but when she comes in, he gets off. And she says that she recently ran the numbers for this potential project that he may be trying to work out. It's called Northland, okay? And so she says that it would be very pendulum swinging, okay? <laughs> a very high risk and so he says that he's got a good feeling about it so he's going to go ahead and make a move there's no way that he can't okay it's going to end up putting Chatham on the map it could bring about several business opportunities for them um you know create really good jobs this that and the third right and so um he says he's got um investors lined up and all of that and so she ends up seeing a picture of Luke and she mentions how he was just over at the house earlier today. And then dad is saying that, you know, time flies because they were literally just in kindergarten. Okay. So they're just reminiscing. And then um, he ends up saying something about them having potential investors already on tap to look into this thing. Like this could be really great for them if it turns out well. Okay. And so then he gets a phone call from the congressman and she exits stage left. So then we go to winter of 99 and they're meeting up again. And he's telling her how some of the investors from Northland are getting cold feet because apparently the project has been stalled. And so she ends up asking him, can he get new investors? And so he says, yeah, but that may take some time. Okay. And so she was like, oh, so have you tried putting your chamber's charm on full blast, okay? Most of the women around here wouldn't think twice to drop their husbands and get with you if you didn't. So he was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, she believes so. So, y'all, they end up kissing. Like, they're a thing now, too. So just in a matter of months, not only have Luke and Megan become a thing, but so have their parents. Hmm. Do they know about Luke and Megan? I'm not quite sure how this is going to work. But anyway... So then we go back to summer of 99, and um, Megan, Izzy, and Luke are going to go meet up with their friends, or Megan and Luke's friends, <laughs> to go meet up uh, before the bloom, right? And so apparently Luke has been telling her a story the entire time that he thought was boring, but it seemed pretty interesting to her, okay? Like she said, she liked to live in a moment, and she seems quite the charm, so yeah so anyway it seems like she's actually more of luke's friend because as soon as they get to the rest of the group he actually ends up introducing her instead of megan okay and so he introduces her to parker brent his brother um probably freddie who is now drunk and i think some girl named sarah okay sarah not sarah uh i think parker and brent are well anyway Parker's hooked up with somebody, all right? So the one guy who's clearly um, inebriated, he's asking her, how does, <laughs> how does he say that she's hot in French? Because she just, she had told them that she um, had recently came from France, okay? So he was like, you're really hot. How do you say that in your language? And so she was like, do you mean your language or how, how do you want me to translate that? So, you know, it's a joke. 
And then they're like, okay, clearly you don't need anything else to drink. <laughs> so they go to meet up at the, you know, to go down to the blue. So it's going to be a good time. So then we see Megan and Luke. They are now making out. Okay. They're, it, it is winter of 99. Okay. And so they end up going to this cabin house. They're making out. It's getting really hot and heavy. It seems like they're finna get ready to go color in the sheets and then um they hear gunshots okay sounds like shotgun and so they run out and then they see this guy who's randomly busting off shots and luke makes the comment that he had saw the guy in the hardware store earlier talking about the world ending and so he was like i wonder what he's gonna do if the world doesn't end really good question and so he ends up telling her that they just need to go back inside and she kind of looks at the guy for a while after Luke goes in and then she goes in as well so then we go over to the summer of 2000 and Megan is sitting in her car and it's a whole bunch of traffic because you know the event is going on I think about the bloom and um she's sitting in traffic but she's really trying to get down there because of the body that had recently been found right so after she sees the EMS uh, drive past, she just go ahead and get out of her car and run down there. What body did they find, y'all? Do y'all think it's Luke or Izzy? So, we find out that Daddy, uh, Luke's name is actually Steve, okay? So, Daddy Steve and Mama Debbie, they are coming to the Christmas party together. It's a thing, right? And so, she looks amazing and he tells her that a few times okay nice shoes too okay well he's he got good taste apparently okay and so she ends up looking out at the crowd and apparently there are some investors there from northland and she's quite impressed okay and so he says that you know he might as well pull out all the stops since they're going to be there so why not okay so then she ends up looking out outside like they're at the house but like they're by the patio door and so she looks out and she sees Megan and Luke. They're kind of hanging out. They're really close. So I can assume that they know about their relationship. And so she mentions that they're so adorable together. And he says that ah, it's just puppy love. Like he's brushing it off, right? And so he says that they're too young to get tied down. And she look, she looks at him like kind of shocked that he said that. But she can't say anything right now because here come some investors. Okay, and so he's wanting her assist to help close them and lock down these investors. So then we go over to Luke and Megan. This is winter of 99, you guys, both of them. And so um, Luke and Megan are outside. And then we see uh, Izzy. She pops up and she's got drinks. Okay, again, I'm not sure if everybody is underage drinking, if they're carding at this time, but I guess not. I don't know, but they're definitely underage. So anyway, Izzy comes over with the drinks, and um, she ends up saying something to Jeff, who is also one of their friends as well, and he usually has a camera, okay? So Jeff is recording the entire thing, and um, she Izzy mentions that the bartender is actually one of Brent's classmates, and he's actually pretty hot, okay? So she's going to go over there and flirt a little bit, okay? And so Luke says that he doesn't stand a chance, and Megan says that, you know, she's pretty irresistible when she wants something, and so he says that she can be pretty irresistible too. They start kissing, and Jeff walks off, okay? So it's summer of 99, and... Megan and the rest of the crew make their way back down to the bloom, okay? The bloom, like the bioluminescence thing, so beautiful, okay? It's like, it kind of puts you in like the mind of like a highlighter blue, um, right on like the sand, the ocean edge, okay? Between the sand and the ocean. So it's really dope, you guys. I, if that were actually real, then I would definitely go see something like that in my lifetime. But anyway, so as they're walking down there, Izzy is asking Megan what's the deal with her and Luke because she definitely sent some vibes between the two of them. And so Megan brushes it off super quick and is like, no, Luke is like my brother. Okay. And so she was like, are you sure? Because he's kind of hot. 
And so she was like, yeah, no, I, I don't mind at all. So they get down there and join the rest of the group. And they immediately ask, do they want to partake in some drinking? And, um, of course, Izzy says yes, because she's done this several times before. But then when they ask, or when Izzy asks Megan, she says no, okay? And so she says that she's never drunk. Not ever? No, not ever, okay? And so Luke makes the mention that he's tried to corrupt her several times, but, you know, to no avail. And so she says, yeah, your drunk ass always need a designated driver, okay? And so Luke says that she doesn't drink because she likes to be a control freak, okay? She's always got to have that sense of control. So then we go back over to Christmas, uh, well, winter of 99, and I thought that they were finna go meet with some investors, but it turns out uh, Daddy Steve is meeting up with, I guess, maybe the dean or something like that for the business program of the school, Bronson, that he wants Luke to go to. Okay, he wants Luke to follow in his and his older brother Brent's footsteps at the business program there. And although Daddy Steve is very excited about this whole new venture, possibly, honey, you can just look at Luke and tell that he is not interested at all. Okay. Very disheartened when when the thought of it even is brought up. And so it's kind of good that Daddy Steve gets whisked away because he actually does need to go meet some investors, I think, this time around. And so Brent, uh, not Brent, Luke and Megan walk off and he says every time he hears the words business program, he just wants to <laughs> put a gun in his mouth, okay? And so we clearly know that he does not want to follow in their footsteps and um, she mentions that she that he should talk to his dad about it. Okay, are you kidding me? That's not what he wants to hear at all. Okay, it's, it's going to be pointless. And so she says, well, if you ever change your mind, you know I got your back. And so he says that he loves her. But I, I'm not sure if he meant it in the way that she took it. Of course, they're a couple now. And so everything is different when you hear it through those lenses. But... To me, the way he said it, it was just like a girl, that's why I love you. That's why I bump with you, you know? And um, she took it as him for like literally professing his love for her. And she stopped in her tracks and she was like, I love you too. So they have this moment, y'all. Like I said, I'm not sure if it was that, but it ended up being that. So yeah. So back to summer of 99. Megan is over there fixing drinks or cleaning up, doing something at the table when Luke comes over there and he seems to be having a blast, okay? And so he brings up the fact that Megan thought that she was going to have to babysit this entire time, but honey, Izzy seems to be fitting in very well, okay? You ain't got to worry about her. We more worried about you than her <laughs> at this point. And so she was like, all right, whatever, I guess. And so he was like, you know... Not to state the obvious, but you're not exactly the best person when it comes to letting people in, okay? And so she finally admits to him and herself that objectively, there's probably nothing wrong with her, okay? But, but the reality is that they're probably never going to be friends like that, okay? And so then we jump forward to winter of 99, and we see the girls on camera dancing to Ricky Martin, living la vida loca. Yes, okay? Just give me the whole playlist. I, I love all of the 90s music, all of it, okay? They were even playing Sugar Ray earlier in the show. I forgot to mention that, okay? Love all of the music. So they're dancing to la vida loca and having a good old time, right? So then... We jump back to uh, the summer of 99, and we see Megan and Izzy. Izzy comes to sit down with her for a second, and she double checks a second time 
to see what's up with her and Luke, okay? Are you sure you guys really are on the thing? And so she says, no, okay, we're not. And so she says, so you wouldn't mind, like, if we hooked up, right? And she says, no, 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 okay, go, go for it. And so she says, you know, he may not be interested at all, but at least she gonna try to shoot her shot, right? So she get up and she go talk to Luke and they start walking off and Freddie splashes some of like the water up on him and he gets upset about it. And we see that she starts to like brush it off of his shirt, right? And so it jumps forward to the winter of 99 and Megan, everybody's back at the Christmas party. And Megan is off to the distance when she looks over and she sees Izzy and Luke hanging out together. They're just having a really good old time, just laughing, you know. Um, and so she has a moment where she feels a way about it. Because not too long ago, Izzy and Luke were probably hooking up, right? But now that's her man. And so she might feel insecure, just a teach. <laughs> But then she ends up putting a smile on her face, and I guess the insecure the insecurity subsides. Okay, great. So then we jump forward to the summer of 2000, and she finally arrives down at the pier, just about or the boating docks, not too far from the boating docks, and um, she's looking at the entire scene as they pull the body out well not out of the water but the the body is already in a body bag and they get ready to roll it off okay so again who do y'all think is in this bag it's got to be either izzy or lou surely it's not going to be izzy because what will we have for the rest of the season Ooh. what will we have for the rest of the season i don't know y'all we'll see so it's the summer of 99 and we see that megan and izzy they they arrive back home and before they part ways Megan going into the house and Izzy going into the camper Megan ends up apologizing for snooping through her stuff earlier and Izzy says that it's okay and then they bid each other good night okay so the winter of 99 we're back at the Christmas party and Daddy Steve is ready to make his toast okay um toast to all the people that have come and then he says that when he started this Christmas shindig years and years ago with his late wife okay it was very small and intimate they of course would have a few friends over and have pieces and beer and wine just have a really good time in a small intimate setting and of course their boys were you know close to diapers or just out of diapers they were babies but now of course this thing has gotten much bigger as the years have gone by and the boys are grown and successful okay they have bright futures ahead of them Brent is already at Bronson and Luke is going to be following in his footsteps next year so he's very proud of the fact that he was able to raise his boys up and have them you know be successful okay so he toasts to that and he says as to follow tradition they're going to have a Christmas movie so he wants everybody to go grab something else to drink grab a bite to eat and enjoy themselves happy holidays so as they're finna get ready to show the movie they turn it on and we start to hear some panting like some sex panting okay and so daddy luke uh, daddy steve is like what is this and so then the camera finally focuses and we see that it is luke and he is between somebody's legs and those legs are probably isabel's or izzy's because um we see her sweater and one of the friends points that out hey isn't that isabel's sweater as a matter of fact, it's the exact same one that she has on right now. I wonder if this this uh, <laughs> rendezvous happened right before the Christmas party or if this was a while ago and she just happened to wear the same sweater, okay? So anyway, we see him between Izzy's legs and then he looks up and Daddy Steve is like, Luke Harper, turn that off. So he does, but it's too late. The damage has already been done and Megan is looking at both of her people that she trusted and that she loved how could you and she runs out y'all so izzy tries to give chase but she's like let go of me as she tries to fight back tears honey and luke is just kind of hanging back in the distance looking at her like luke are you gonna put up a fight like this is your girl what happened no mm -mm. 
So then we flash forward to the summer of 2000 and we see that they're rolling the body out from the Bowdoin dock and Daddy Steve jumps the line and he runs to go see if that's his boy, okay? The sheriff tries to hold him back, but he ends up unzipping the body bag and he confirms that it is indeed Luke. It's Luke, y'all. Luke is gone. And so he zips it back up and lets them go on their way. And then um, we see Megan in the crowd amongst the onlookers. And we also see the guy that was shooting off the shotgun in the crowd as well. Okay, so just then, Izzy steps up beside Megan. And she looks a little worn for wear as well. Okay, 2000 has not been well to her either. And so she ends up telling Megan that they've got to get their story straight. And Megan just nods like, yeah, we do. And y'all, that is the way that the episode ends. <laughs> this is going to be good. I'm very interested. Like I said, season one was good. So hopefully season two does not disappoint. Okay. It should. I'm wondering who the writers are. But anyway, y'all let me know what you think. This was a really good episode to start the season off. You can reach me at Menu TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at My TV Reviews uh, podcast without the S on the end. That's all one word, y'all, at gmail.com. Okay. I love y'all from the bottom of my heart. You guys, we reached 1,500 downloads. This is amazing. I haven't been going for a year, so this means a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Okay? Like your boy 21 Savage. A lot. <laughs> I love y'all. Please turn on your notifications if you haven't already. I have noticed that there was like a, a follower on Spotify. I, I don't... Apple doesn't let me see anything, so you guys, please, if you haven't already, please do so. If you haven't reviewed already or rated, please do that as well, okay? Please continue to spread the word about your girl so our family can grow. If you have any show recommendations or if you just want to be like, hey, girl, hey, what's up? I'm loving how you reviewing your shows, like you doing your thing, or hey, girl, so you should look at this show, or maybe you shouldn't look at that show because that show is trash, okay? Give me something, okay? That's it, you guys. I love y'all. Thank you so much for rocking with me. I'm so excited to go on this journey for season two. And um, until we meet over the airways again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.